What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I'm your host, Greg, and today we're going to talk about some video game news. We're going to talk a little about GameStop. We're going to talk about some PlayStation. We're going to talk about your frame of war, or as Ash calls it, your warframe. <laughs> uh, but first, before we get into that, let's introduce everybody else who's here. Ash, how are you doing this evening, ma'am? I'm all right. Um been buried in work lately, but I've also been buried in PlayStation between Ark and, and Destiny. But you're not actually buried, so that's a good thing. And Matt, of course, how you doing, man? Good. How are you, Greg? I'm I'm living a dream. I don't know who's, but it's somebody. I, I like that you specified a dream, not the dream. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Look, man. I am sitting on a podcast having fun with two friends and I don't have a whole bunch of people following us and I'm making ends meet day by day. That is not a dream. That is not the dream. That is just a dream of somebody else out there in the world. So I can accept that I am living a life more fortunate than some, but we're always striving to move up into the next biggest, best thing, right? Yep. So, Wow. Took a, took a little slide there, <laughs> trying to come back. Stay positive. Stay positive, Greg. Stay positive. Let's go. All right. Uh, so before we get into all the awesome news we're going to talk about, we got to tell them. got to tell them. Ash, what is it you've been playing? And what have you been streaming? Uh, so I was live earlier today with Arc, and then I blue screened, and it killed my stream, unfortunately. Um, but... There'll be more more Ark and Bless Unleashed, um, just because I really have taken a liking to Bless. <clears throat> Say what? Bless Unleashed. It's a MMORPG. It kind of plays a lot like a cross Neverwinter and Terra, if anybody's ever played either Ooh. of those. No. Uh, but if you like that style of MMO where it's more the third person view instead of the top down, it's a lot. I prefer that style personally. Okay. Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, I'm sad to report the streak is broken. I did not play anything this week. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's wow. just been one of those weeks. And so. I think I legitimately picked up my switch because I was like, all right, just do this, do the thing, play Pokemon. And then I sat and I stared at the home screen for a good five minutes. And I was just like, not, not today, not feeling it. And I just didn't touch it again. So hopefully, hopefully we'll, we'll swing back into things. Maybe, I don't know. I do want to, st I still need to pre-order Kirby. So I might do that. GameStop has the pins. Walmart has the pop socket. Who cares about pop sockets anymore? I'm I'm actually really surprised those are still a thing. Uh, I think it's one of those like you adjusted to it and it fell off, so you got to get a new one. Like I'm pretty sure that that's, that's where it's at at this point. Pop socket. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not a thing. It's not like it was before. It's like, oh, I can hold my phone without. It's oh, I now I can't hold my phone without that because I've adjusted to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good marketing. Good yep. job, guys. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, I've I've been playing the only game that's that's out right now. Um, Elden Ring. 
It is. It is like thirty hours into it. I'm gonna. I have said this every single time. I've. That I talked to anybody about it. I hate Souls games. As I've said on this podcast before, on paper, Souls games are my thing. Like that chef's kiss, it's what I should love. Never, never stuck. This game is just, it's got its hooked into me. I'm 30 hours in. I just beat Godric the, Gar- the Grafted, which is like the first real boss uh, that you fight. I've explored half the damn world and been chased off by so many monsters that are more powerful than me. Um, I've lost a bunch of runes. I've hit level 47, I think, um, which you know, isn't, isn't too bad. And I'll brag a little bit, doing a little thing. Um, but that's like, I'll just, it's great though. Like I'll play for an hour here, or an hour there. Or, uh, I think, Saturday over the weekend, my wife and son were watching anime and I wasn't feeling it. And I just played like six hours of Elden Ring. So like it's it, it time flies playing this damn game. Like it is absolutely insane. Love it. Can't believe I love it. Think of anything that should just say how well, how great of a game it is. Uh, if you've ever played Souls games before, and you wanted to like them. Check this one out. Don't get discouraged when you suck at first because it does take a little bit to adjust. Um, but I think like the, the like it's it's it, it's just enough for you to hate it, but it pisses you off. But it is so good that you get like you just come back to it anyway. And you're like I, I want to play more. It's like crack in that matter. You know it's bad for you, <laughs> but you still want some. So. <laughs> Ah, okay. Anyway, guys. Burgers, but okay. <laughs> say what? I'd say it's more like cheeseburgers, but okay. Green cheeseburgers too, french fries. No, they're bad for me. I'm going to eat them every day. All right, Ash. Uh, I'm going to let you kick it off. You got some, some Warframe stuff you want to share with the peoples. Yeah. So uh, recently we got an announcement. Um, it was back on the 10th. Um, was it March 10th? Yeah, March 10th uh, through April 19th, PUBG is doing a crossover collaboration with Warframe. Uh, so essentially what you can do is you can get Warframe-themed skins and other items by playing and competing special makes and events. Um, this is coming from IGN. This is... Uh, there will be more tie-ins announced soon. Expect more in the coming weeks um but essentially it's going to be lasting until april 19th uh, i don't know if i said that already but uh if you are a fan of the PUBG in general um community and you're also a fan of warframe it's a lot of, it's a lot to to take in i know but at the same time it's going to give you some new stuff to really you know work with especially considering skins and things like that with a lot of these warzone style games is a huge deal um, so I thought that was really, really cool. <clears throat> and then Warframe's also got a new update coming out. Uh, let's see. I believe it's March 29th is the official uh, extended announcement, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so we're getting a new um, expansion, and we're also getting a new Prime. We're getting Garuda Prime, uh, which is a nine-year anniversary, if I'm not mistaken mistaken sorry um the other really cool feature that's going to be coming in is that we'll get a return to the i'm assuming i'm saying this right the zeramid ship um and then we'll also get the ability to 
uh, customize and create an apartment within the ship to make it feel more like home. So people who are fans of Warframe, the decorating aspect is like a huge deal, uh, whether it's just your orbiter or like your clans dojo, things like that. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I, I hope to see more things that you can use to decorate uh, as well as new snap points and things like that for a certain other aspects so you can combine multiple elements a little bit better uh, to make new things so to speak uh, we're also getting a new warframe out of it um, she's essentially a electric ballerina which is going to be interesting to play um, the last one that we got for the new war was hit or miss some people liked it some people didn't so should be pretty interesting uh, if you so want to Go ahead. You're, you said you're getting a new Warframe. Is that what yep. the characters are called? Yeah, so basically you... Okay, okay. The Warframe is like a... Think of it like a shell, an armor set that's infused with you, if that makes any kind of sense. So like a surrogate, but you're actually in the surrogate. Kinda, yeah. It's like Interesting. a biomechanical frame essentially, which is right. really cool. Um, but the the customization aspect of the game has always been one of its, you know, super huge fun highlights outside of its overall story, content, and lore. Um, if you've never played Warframe before, it's a free game. Um, definitely recommend checking it out if you want something new to play. Um, it's a shooter. It's a, sla it's a slasher. You can do all kinds of different things. Lots of different areas. Uh, it's usually a three-man team or a six-man team, depending on what you want to do. Most of the time, I think it's three. I don't, I'm not sure. But I think PC has the six, but I could be wrong. Uh, at least the console, it's, it's usually three. Or four. Is it four or three? For what? Warframe. Warframe is a... Four, right? Four. Four. So, we usually never have more than three, though. <laughs> But it's it's pretty cool. Um, if you're looking for something to to tide you over until the next game comes out and you don't want to spend money on it, check it out. It's on uh, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Steam. I mean, if, especially with the Steam Deck being available soon. And then it's also on Nintendo Switch, believe it or not. Is it? Oh, it is. I forgot about that. Interesting. Yep. If you want to play it on the go, uh, as long as you have some sort of internet access, you are able to play it. Fair enough. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, so last week's state of play happened. We're also getting another state of play this week. Um, so before we get into it, as we always do when we get these announcements, were there any games that you guys saw from this that was just like, Oh, my Lanta, I can't wait. Uh, I know, Matt. JoJo's Bizarre. You want that. Listen, I have... I have a love-hate relationship with JoJo's, okay? I, I've i never watched the anime, first of all, any of them. And I have a lot of friends that try to get me to. But like a lot of anime, their fans are just so weird. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just don't know if I can get into it. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, it can be as bad as Shin Kagura, but I mean, 
<laughs> Listen, Seren Kagura is awesome, okay? Not everybody who likes Seren Kagura is weird. No, but it's Seren Kagura isn't weird. So, Ash, I'm, I'm going to take a guess here. Are you excited for the uh, the futuristic exosuits clash with dinosaur hordes and ex- exoprimal? I feel um, like that's your kind of game. It looks interesting for sure. Um, futuristic exoclash with dinosaur hordes. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's taking a lot from Ark, but we'll see how it works out in the end, so to speak. Um, it's very Dino Crisis esque. Yeah, and the, especially with like Lost Ark coming out not too long ago, it's just. I don't know. I think that the Dino world so far is is pretty tied up with with regular arc, especially because we're getting a new expansion. Uh, I think it's in June, and then of course Toxic Arc Two coming out, and then of course Lost Arc if you're on PC, uh, which is actually really cool. It's an MMO, uh, more story based RPG style. That's that Indiana Jones movie, right? Uh, yeah, technically, but not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, dad joke. Had to had to throw it out there. Uh, You're not sorry. It's it's fine. I'm I'm really not sorry. I'm no, not sorry. <laughs> um, no, really. Were there any games that you guys were like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited! This was awesome," or was it for you just kind of like, "Meh"? I mean, I'm. Still really interested in, in the Hogwarts game. Like I had mentioned in the chat before, um, like. Well, hold, hold up. Before we get there, before we get there, Ash. That's uh-huh. the next one we're going to talk. We're talking about the announcements we've already gotten from last week's day to play. Fair enough. Um, aside jump, from, you jump ahead. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. From the ones I saw, I didn't. So I didn't watch the day to play, and I forgot to watch the recap of it. So I just saw some snippets here and there. So nothing that I saw, at least on Twitter, caught my attention. Um, There's one title on the entire thing that had me like I Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Cowabunga Collection launching this year. Ooh. Like, it's good. I, I have, have you guys not seen this? Ash, did you watch the State of Play at all? Mm, no. Okay, you guys I are killing me. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That that's fine. It's what's. I'm gonna tell you this. I need to tell Caleb this as well. What's cool about these state of plays is it's not like once they air them, they're gone. You can watch them on YouTube. I promise. Promise. I know this because I never watch them live. I would watch them on YouTube. Anyway, so so, I have memory capacity when I get home to to remember. Yeah, no, like I get it. It's, It's fair enough. I understand. But, but you know, it, it's uh, I was I was at work just as an excuse, you know what I'm saying? Like because it's it's also at home. Um, anyway, <clears throat> it's gonna have like all the games from the NES, Super NES, Sega Genesis, Game Boy games that never got ported to the states, all in one collection for forty bucks. Ooh, for forty bucks. So we're talking Turtles in Time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, like all of these great classics. They have like a fighting game that's like a Power Rangers style fighter where it's just pop, pop, pop. You fighting it like I can't wait. I'm all excited for it. Uh, Square Enix was very, very, very heavy throughout. Uh, showed a Valkyrie Elysium. 
uh, coming to PS4 and PS5 later this year. Um, if you uh, know anything about Valkyrie, they I don't think they've had a game in like 15 years, a new one. So it's kind of a big deal. Um, well, well they had port over, wasn't it? Say what? It was a, it was a remake or remaster. Yeah, from... they've they've just done re-releases. Haven't done like any anything new. Um, they showed off more Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, which comes out March 25th. So it's like I, I, last week. I'm pretty sure we're, maybe I was talking to somebody else. But like we've been talking about how there's no marketing push at all for this game, and all of a sudden out of nowhere it comes. Uh, Strangers Paradise showed off more stuff again. Another game that really hasn't had a huge marketing push. That comes out Friday. Reviews on that have been across the board, um, quite literally. Good thing nobody picked it on our fantasy league. <laughs> uh, Forspoken, they showed off more Forspoken. That got pushed back October 11th. Still looks good, though. Still looks good. Uh, free to play. Okay, this one kind of had me. I need you guys to watch, if you can, even in silence, the Gundam Evolutions game coming out. It's weird. It's a free-to-play first-person shooter, but, like, the thing about it is all the environments they showed for Gundam weren't, like, in areas that accentuated that you are in this giant effing Gundam. Like, mm. it just looked like a free a first-person shooter, and they stuck Gundam on the title. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like... Like, they don't get me wrong, they have the Gundams, it looks cool, but like the gameplay footage itself, it's just a first person shooter. It doesn't mm. look like anything special. Mm-hmm. So, I guess if it's free to play, it's okay, but it's still kind of upsetting that you took such an iconic, like, like nobody calls any of that stuff mechs. Like, when you watch, uh, what was it? Pacific Rim, yeah, like those are Gundams. Yeah. They just can't use the word Gundam because it's a licensed property. You know what I mean? Yeah, like everybody yeah. knows that kind of stuff as a Gundam. The, the Power Rangers drive Gundams. Change my mind. Um, oh, well, especially <laughs> like in Pacific Rim Two, when they literally show the Gundam statue. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Oh, I lost my mind when I first saw that. So. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't at all accentuate that you're in a big, uh, big old vehicle uh, robot. Um, Gigabash. I don't remember that. I think that was like a bootleg Smash Bros. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure got announced, having over 50 characters, which is really overwhelming. Uh, that comes out later this fall. Not gonna play it. Uh, Caleb was talking about this, and probably a lot of people I saw were talking about Trek. Uh, Trek to Yomi. Uh, Trek to Yomi is a side scroller like samurai like game, mm-hmm. um, but it's like it's it's feudal Japan and it's set like it's got like the you ever seen the movie Shogun? Pretty yeah. sure Shogun, like all black and white, right? Mm. Right. It it's like that. It's all in black and white, but like it's done in a really really like complimentary way to that art style. Phenomenal looking. Not to play, um, but it's I can definitely see the appeal. Returnal's adding co-op to its story mode, which is interesting, um, and a new like boss battle mode. Uh, and then Square Enix other title, Dio Field Chronicle, is coming to the PS4, PS5. It's like a tactics game. 
So a lot of cool stuff. Nothing major, I, I would say. Like, I think a lot of it's kind of I, I know there's triple A games in here, but I don't think any of it is necessarily stuff that's like top of your list. You know what I mean? Like, I think for the most part, the games on here come Christmas, they're not going to be on your list at the top. They'll be like third or fourth. I think they're still beyond there, but I don't think they'll be number one hits. So, yeah. Since you guys left me hanging, didn't watch that. I wish y'all said something before the show, but that's cool. That's cool. I like the <laughs> ramble anyway. Um, Ash, since you wanted to jump the gun on it, I did say state of play. I guess I wasn't specific enough to the one coming out. Um, yeah, this Thursday, March 17th, which coincidentally enough is also the same day that uh, Xbox is showing in their indie showcase. Um, we're going to get an in-depth look at Hogwarts Legacy. Well, I don't, if, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we've seen anything from this since the PS5 announcement, right? Uh, uh, not anything other than just their basic trailer. Yeah. No, I think... I think oh you're right what since showing us but i think they came out last year and they're just like hey this is gonna get pushed back but other than that nothing yeah i don't think we got like short of we haven't seen anything in this game yet yeah. we've gotten information on the game the only information we got is sorry for you it sucks to be you um <laughs> now well, we're I gonna get stuff i know they also had like a big up or an issue uh because of the whole J.K. Rowling and her obnoxiousness and proceeds. Yeah, that's putting Yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about it on here at that time. Um, we can hash it out again, but I think more or less the sentiment that we came down with, and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, was um, yes, we don't agree with J.K. Rowling. However, in not supporting a game that has great potential to be great, you're damning a lot more people than you are in just the one person who's a vocal minority. Yeah. yeah. Was that? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it was, yeah. Very attuned to as much well, as she- we don't want to line her pockets. Like at the end of the day, there are a lot of people like the studios and the dev team that put a lot of hard work into it. If it's something like we're excited for genuinely, like, and we want to support that game. No, yeah, well, I'm not saying. Yeah. Um, but I mean, does she even get any of the proceeds from it? Because did she sell the rights for the gaming and, and things like that to Sony? I don't know. It's not Sony. It's WB. The the developer. Oh, well, it all be it's all through WB. Um, I think it's one of those where she might have given them the rights, but she gets the royalties. Hmm. So, like, yes, you own the rights, but I'm still going to make royalties off of it. So that way she always is making money. So, like, I, I get it, but the rich are always going to get richer, right? Like, you, sure. you can't, you can't, you're never going to stop that. We've seen that time and time again in the world. So it's like, yes, kind of as we said, F her and her stupid, ignorant ways. Yeah, that's. I, I don't like the word obnoxious, but that, that term, though, because it, it makes me sound like an asshole when everybody calls me obnoxious, if that's what you're using it for. Um, <laughs> about context. You know this. So, but yeah, she, F her, but support the devs. So, kind of separate the art from artists sometimes, and that's kind of what they got to do here. 
Um, but anyway, we don't really have any information uh, in regards to this, except for that it's going to be about 20 minutes, featuring over 14 minutes of Hogwarts Legacy gameplay captured on PS5, and concluding with some insight from a few members of the team at Avalanche Software who are bringing the wizarding world to life. So I'm assuming they, they might say something about that. Probably not. can't imagine there'd be the platform for it. Um, so we're going to team the gameplay. What are your thoughts? Do, do Have they told us when this takes Like I don't think we know when it takes place, do we? I think it's uh, like early, early Hogwarts. That's all they gave us. Before stuff hit the fan, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, the original four founders? Uh, yeah. If not close to that era, I'm pretty sure that's what they told us. Let's see here. Set in the 19th century, so 1800s. That's it. Before Harry was even born, technically. Like, way Before any of them. Yeah. Well, we'll have, we'll have nobody, which... Which I think is a great thing. And the reason I say that is because I'm, I'm going to say one word. Avengers. <laughs> I could say two and say Guardians. But I think uh, Avengers is really the one. It's like, oh, the bootleg Guard- Avengers. Guardians was actually really good, though, from what everyone's been yes, saying. Yes, but it didn't, it didn't look like it originally. Right. Remember, right. like that Guardians was that game we were talking about. Like, I don't think I was gonna play this, and it did really well. Surprised the only so. one that looked close was so. uh, Rocket. <laughs> yeah. How do you mess up a raccoon? Right. Um. Yeah. So, like thoughts, ideas, like it's it's what what's the gameplay gonna be like? I, I know you have a take, Ash, and and you have a very. Um, I don't want to say solo take, but I think you're off on your own on this one, so I'm curious. Well, I mean, well, like I was saying before, it says the VR release information for the VR2, I mean, I could totally see them having a update that allows you to do the, at least the visual VR, um, maybe not so much the controller, at least yet. Kind of like what they did with the lobby. They're like, oh yeah, you can play this on VR, you know, Resident Evil, so on and so forth. And then of course they expanded it a little bit better um, when it comes to the controls. But I would love to see a Hogwarts, you know, on VR. I think it would be super cool, especially if they really incorporate those controllers and like you actually have to do the movements in order to cast the spells. Bruh. Because, I mean, it was fun on the Wii, so I feel like it would be even better with the newer gen consoles. You can make that face all you want to, Greg. You know you had a little bit of fun. At least have, you, have you used one of those wand TV remote things? Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> well, yeah, but look at who, you know, put the software in for those. It wasn't a massive company. Oof. Like oh. Sony. Yeah. Like, so. like I, I, I get it. I see what you're saying. Uh, Minecraft did add VR compatibility to the PlayStation 4. So, like, I'm not going to say it's outside the realm of possibilities because I, 
I don't want to say that. Um, but just to temper your expectations so you're not disappointed, I would not expect it. I'm sorry I'm talking to you like one of my kids right now. It's not my intentions. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's going to come That's why I said that, you know, maybe potentially in the future we might get a, an update yeah. perhaps that allows you to do it. That's exactly, I, that's all I'm saying. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think it would be really cool to see that happening. Uh, I don't think it would though, especially being WB Games. If it was internal in a first part, I'd say Ash, you just hit your nail on the head. It's gonna happen. Oh, I will. I would. I would love to Aloha Mora or Wingardium Leviosa or whatever the Avacadabra, whatever the words are. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a dude that the spell that shall not be spelled. Um, but like, uh, I just, I want the game to come out first before, like, it'd be one of those things that if they, it, let me ask you this, Ash, if mm-hmm. they said at launch compatible with PSVR 2, at that point, what's your expectations? Um, I would say as far as compatible with VR2, I feel like it would be more of just the visual aspect and not quite the motion controls, just because I feel like that would be too much to incorporate at launch. So, yeah. So you're in the, so it sounds to me, I can infer that you're in the same mentality as I am, where, yes, that'd be cool, but if they said day one compatible with VR2, just that's all they said. So the only thing you can infer is full compatibility you're going to pass on this because it'd be too sketch. Wait for it to, until it's a budget game. At least in the beginning. Yeah. But I feel like if they did that, then that would give them at least some sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I guess some sort of dough to mold, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, see what issues people are complaining about, what things you need to work on, and then build from that. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you, Kayla? What do you, what do you think is going to come from this announcement? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've I've been talking to I've I've caught myself like six times on this podcast, but I've been talking to Caleb constantly this last week about playing <laughs> Elden Ring, and so like I'm really tired, and I promise you, it's not just because you're both black. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't going to go there, but. Your words, not mine. Look, if I go there first, you can't beat me to it, right? So it's kind of like you if you're a fat kid, you make something fun of yourself first being fat, yeah, and everybody yeah. else can't make fun of you. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing. My bad. Sorry. It's a, it's a little bit different. I was just going to say it's because you miss him so much. And I then, do. I really do miss Caleb. The constant banter is what makes up like three quarters of the content of the yeah. show. Yeah. I do miss it. I yeah. love arguing with that man because he's got he's got some some takes. He's got some opinions. Some strong. He's got ones. some non fungible opinions. I tell you <laughs> what. Um, I mean, being a fairly new uh, Harry Potter fan, uh, I am extremely excited for this game. I, if you've listened to the podcast or previous episodes where we've talked about this, you know this. Um, I honestly just. This is one of the few games where I just I don't know what to expect. Are we going to be getting something 
kind of like Fable? Are we going to be getting um, something that still operates kind of like an FPS? I mean, that would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know what to expect. I do love that they're get kind of like similar throwing in this in this time frame where we don't really know what to expect or there's no, nothing to really compare it to besides just experiencing Hogwarts. Um, so that's really all I'm looking forward to. I bet we get create a character. Yeah. If I can't choose my own house, I'll be pissed. Because yeah, like, they'll probably do the the whole Kingdom Hearts thing. They'll like ask you the questions, and then it's just like because Ash, what are you, Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff? Uh, Gryffindor, obviously. Are you really a Gryffindor? <laughs> Every time I take the test, it always either goes Gryffindor or Slytherin. <laughs> okay, interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I pegged you. I pegged you more of a Ravenclaw. I know I never, Caleb's a Hufflepuff. I never get the the Ravenclaw thing. Like anytime I ever take those stupid quizzes, they're like, "Oh, what house should you be in?" Like it's never those. It's either Slytherin or Gryffindor. Where have you taken it on Pottermore? Um, uh, just. Multitudes of various. Do the Pottermore ones because all the other ones are like officially unofficial, but like the Pottermore one, like that is the bees knees chef's kiss. Wait, what about, but was it, Caleb, what about Wizarding World? I'll, I'll do it right now. Let me see. Wizarding World is that is Wizarding, that the official Wiz- Wizarding Potter? World? I think so. What? No, I think it's Pottermore now. I think they changed it all to Pottermore. They did change it to Pottermore. Uh, Wizarding World is what Pottermore quiz. Okay, so, so yes. Okay. It's all the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, we'll <laughs> same page, same books. Um, Hogwarts sorting experience. All right, you do that real quick. We're going to figure out what we are. I know Caleb's. Caleb is 100% a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. M- Matt, you are a Gryffindor. Or are you Ravenclaw? Uh, okay, I am... <laughs> What'd you say, Ash? She has to make an account. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I am. I've taken it twice. First time I took it, I was a Ravenclaw. Second time I took it, it was a Gryffindor, but it gave me the Hermione treatment. It's like you could be in Ravenclaw if you wanted to. <laughs> so okay. I'm Ravenclaw. That makes sense. I'm, I'm pretty good at this, though. Like, I, I'm almost certain Ash. Like, I can see Ash being a but I think she's more of a Ravenclaw. Um, we'll see. We'll see. She's going to let us know. Um, I'm a Slytherin. Yep. Now, ju- <laughs> my dude. Yep. Uh, just so we all understand, just because you're in a house doesn't mean you're bad. No, you're bad. <laughs> Whatever. Forget all you guys. Burn the house down. I've never uh, met. I've never met a nice person that doesn't like Destiny Two. <laughs> I've yeah. never met a nice person that really enjoys Destiny Two. The fun fact truly, is no one enjoys Destiny enjoys. 2. <laughs> I hate you for nothing. <sighs> but uh, yeah, no, like I want a character, a creator. I can't, all, I, I can't imagine they're going to do without it. Um, I expect to be janky as hell, like in a cool way, like – like janky in a way that works, not janky like why is my dog stuck in the middle of this door like Fallout? Do you think um, uh, do you think we'll we 
in terms of obviously there'll be a component of customizing characters. Do you think people will get to choose their own Patronus? No. And the reason I say that, I think I, I envision the house sorting and the Patronus stuff to be like your entry level quiz. When you play a mystery Pokemon mystery dungeon, Mm. where it asks you a bunch of questions and then based off the questions you get x pokemon mm. which is honestly like i could see them taking the pottermore quiz and putting it in the game like you don't do any work it's already there oh I it'll just not. sort you because i got a snake <laughs> <laughs> not, um, not even like a specific I, species just snake <laughs> yeah i mean whatever like it'd just be a big snake i, I some of that stuff like well, it's a deer I mean, like I don't it's an owl like I don't see a lot of it being none of the Patronas that I ever see are like really specific. They're well, just like a, it's an animal. The thing is, is like so I took when I took this quiz, I, I was taking it with a friend of mine. Uh, and so like as we're going through the quiz, I did mine and they're like, oh, what's your Patronus? I was like, I got I got a snake. <laughs> and I kid you not. They got. I don't know if it was just like uh, like red fin tail shark or something like that it was oddly specific species of shark that they got hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um but i i i think it'll go that route i think uh and I, I don't think it'll be right out the gate either i think it'll be like oh you've reached year x and i think your years are going to be that you go through like, like but i think chocolate size stuff like you can go and be part of the dueling academy or whatever you can go play quidditch you can go like you can do all these different things right um i think it'll have a day and night cycle and the day and night cycle will also come into effect as to when you can go to certain places like you only go to the town with the beer during the holidays like right like we only went down during the winter yeah um, so like, I think there'll be a lot of factors that'll play into it like that. Uh, outside of that, I don't like, I don't know. That's what I think is so cool about this though, is they can pull and make their own story. Cause none of this stuff is set in stone. Like this is, te- is taking place before, what is it? Grindy, Grindy wall. Gr- yeah. Grindy wall a character. What's the, the fantastic beast, the movie series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his? Like it's this predates anything we know Harry Potter wise. Yeah, sort of. There are four founding fathers and mothers, and Wait, they is, is they this came... also before? Uh, oh, I guess it is before. Uh, Tom, whatever. Yeah. Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Voldemort takes place after Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ash, what'd you get? I'm still trying to do the thing. All right. Uh, do you have any thoughts on what we just spoke to? Uh, one thing I would be interested to see, especially since it's taking so much earlier or taking place so much earlier than anything else, what do you? What is your opinion on possibly seeing the ability to either a create or b discover certain spells? Like, what do you mean? Like, for example, um, 
you know, the whole Avaka Dabrina's house, the, the death spell, well, what about I, other I, spells? Uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll... Certain yes. commands and things like that. I, I'm sure there'll be that'll somehow play into it in some way, shape, or form that there'll be more spells available. Because like even if you watch Fantastic Beasts, like there's spells in that that they never mentioned in regular Harry Potter, which is good because it's not like there's only four spells in the world, right? Um, <laughs> right. I would like, hope not. That's that's all <laughs> you really get. Go ahead. Uh, I was saying that's all you ever really get in the Harry Potter book. Go on. Uh, the other thing I asked back to that is like, what about the, um, you know, potential for certain potions and like different aspects? Because, for example, um, you've read the books, right, Greg? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Well, for example, so in the Half Blooded Prince, and they, you know, if you've never watched Harry Potter and you don't, you, know, you don't want spoilers, it's way too late. Whatever, be mad at me if you want to. But in the Half Blooded Prince, when they find Snape's uh, essentially cookbook for potions. Um, you know, the different abilities and things like that. What about, you know, certain potions having um, ears that you can figure out? I think that would be really cool. Uh, I Yeah, I can see that happening. Like, if you can, depending on how you... How you like mix the, it. The, you know? the, uh, the clone potion that... Um, I always say her name wrong. Not Ron, not Harry, but the third one in the party. Hermione. Thank you. Uh, how she turned into a cat because cat hair got into it. Yeah. The, the the love juice potion or whatever the hell it was. I can see that stuff like that happening. I can also see it having a good or bad scale. Um, yeah. And so depending on which way you go, you also learn different skills. I think would be really interesting and at the same time really infuriating. I, so, I will say... I also, I also, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, oh no, 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 you're good. I talk all the time. One, one thing, I am more than mildly intrigued to interact with or to see uh, the room of requiem. I just want to see, know if I can get lost in that thing, or if I get trapped in it, or if someone gets trapped in it. I think room that of was requiem. A- that was the mirror, right? Is that um? The one where they like they went to train it at one point, but then there was another one they went in there uh, and found. Oh yeah, it, it's the, the room that gives you whatever you need at that time. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that would be interesting to to experience in a game, especially for something as volatile and dynamic as it is. Or maybe I, they already have some like preset uh, layouts for the rooms as when you're going, which in would there. suck. Yeah. Which would suck, but I think a, a huge focus is going to be the founding thought, the founding four, mm-hmm. like that. There's they're they're going to be the focus unless they use some of their own story and make some junk up, which it, it could be really dangerous because everybody nowadays when they make something based off the childhood of us, like everybody wants to cry and how it's through my childhood, like some little right. panties, right. Um, which I can't stand, but I, I think. I really think that they the founding four tied in and make it a good, good thing. Still going over there, Ash? Yeah, I was trying to find a way to do the quiz without having to create an account, but ultimately I'm having to create an account. Yeah, for So, any other thoughts before we move on? You can still do the quiz. I'm still curious to find out that you're a Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> 
not at the moment, present. No. Okay. okay. All right. Well, well, as promised, I want to talk about GameStop, and I'm going to preface uh, this entire conversation with saying that yes, I am an employee of GameStop. However, I am reading the words and giving my opinion on those words spoken by somebody who is not an employee of GameStop. Putting that out there. Got a CYA, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of here. All right. Uh, so this is coming from an interview that was done uh, via Bloomberg at South by Southwest over the weekend. Um, and it's Reggie fils being interviewed by Bloomberg. Uh, there's a video on it on Bloomberg's webpage if you want to check it out, but I am on GameSpot where they just kind of transcribed and wrote their article based off the video more or less. Um, so this entire article is it's titled Former Nintendo President Reggie Fils-Aimé uh, Reveals Why He Left GameStop. You already know why I'm intrigued by this, right? Uh, so he joined in April 2020, so shortly after the world fell apart and was going to hell. Uh, during this time, every, a lot of people thought GameStop would go bankrupt before the launch of the new consoles that came out in November of that same year. Um, Fizeme dis- explained, uh, quote, I believe that the company could be successful. I believe that with taking the right action, that certainly the company would exist in time for the launch of the new system. And a company that services the core gaming audience the way that they do will be able to have a successful future. So right there, I can't I can't agree more with that man. Mm-hmm. Just that that like everybody's thinking in the world they're gonna collapse, fall under. Like this company is not gonna go under overnight, especially in six month period, even with the pandemic. Um, even more so because of the pandemic, I feel like they they flourished. They did really well. Uh, um it, and again it it is it it services core gamers more than i think people realize there's games on uh, that you can find at gamestop that you're not going to find physically at most stores um especially when you buy used you're going to find a much larger selection of games and you always have that ability if you do buy used to return it within seven days if you don't like it so unlike playstation where once you download it you own it um, Xbox, you have a certain amount of hours before you can say, no, I don't like it and get your money back when you download it. You always have that option with pre-owned to get your money back. As long as you have a receipt, it's within seven days. Trust me, it's on the receipt. Uh, he went on to say, uh, in November 21, GameStop launched the consoles. Um, here, uh, GameStop remains solvent. As Fizeme said, the retailer was able to maximize the riches from the systems and the more profit-driving games sold. Sold See, for them. You what? I got Slytherin. Okay. I'm going to see that too. I don't see... It's like, you're loyal, but I see you more of like a, a really smart Ravenclaw, which is what they're known for, or like a dark arts Slytherin. So... <laughs> it's a it's a compliment. It's a good thing. Um, uh, during this time, billionaire uh, entrepreneur Ryan Cohen, the founder of online pet food company Chewy, assumed control of GameStop. Uh, Fizeme and Cohen pushed for a quote more aggressive change at GameStop, and Fizeme said GameStop's board of directors had already gone through a number of bruising 
fights with shareholders and management didn't want to go through it again. So essentially what he's saying is the management team over the prior few years has, like, I think they went through and we've gone through multiple CEOs. We've gone through multiple upper management teams, like the entire leadership team at GameStop at one point pretty much just deuced. Um, at which, oddly enough, this was right after they had an entire panel with all of them up there telling us how they were going to make it all better on our GameStop conference because even store leaders were pissed, right? Um, we pitchforks and all, and they all stood up there at conference and they had an hour-long conversation and answered our questions that they picked out from the questions given to them and, and made us all feel like everything's, you know, the flowers are growing and the grass is getting greener. We're all, sh- all should be happy. And then within three months, every single one of them bounced. Like, that, that was it. I think the only one left was Tony Bartel. And he left last year with way too much money. Um, so, like, that's what he's talking about bruising. Like, they've been punched in the face a lot because nobody liked the way they were trying to do things. Which, as somebody who was there doing the things they wanted to, the shareholders were right. Because it was all a bunch of dumb sh- crap we were doing. Um. But uh, as for why Fils May eventually left GameStop board directors, he said it came, came down to Cohen and other management not wanting to listen to his advice. Despite Fils May being an industry veteran and one of the most experienced business executives in gaming on the planet, he was at Nintendo forever. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an icon at Nintendo. Um, the issue was, because, quote, the issue was that as the strategy was beginning to be developed, I asked to be part of the team to de- develop the strategy. I knew the business. I knew it as a consumer. I knew it as a vendor. I had pretty strong opinions on how the business needed to be pivoted, but I was rebuffed. The perspective was, Reggie, we want to keep the team small. So it's going to be myself, Cohen, and a few people I brought on board, which lines up with exactly what Cohen did. Cohen came into GameStop. He he pretty much forced his way in, seemed like. I don't know because I didn't have much interaction. But he bought his way in. He brought two of his people with him. Um, and that was the board. And those were the people. Um, that was it. Like, any, every at that point in time, like, GameStop has had so much turnover, not just at the field level in the stores, not just the regionals, the, the district leaders. Like, the only people who haven't actually left in the last few years is the market VPs. Everybody else, do stuff from that company in some way, shape, or form. Like it is astounding the turnover right now. Um, uh, uh, May flat out said Cohen and the team around him quote don't know the business, don't understand the players. Fair enough. Um, when Fizme was denied a spot on the strategy team for GameStop's path forward, he took it as a sign it was time to go. Quote, I took that as code for thank you, but really don't want any other ideas. For me, that was not acceptable. Um, he was also quoted as saying in here, there has not been an articulated strategy. Leadership says, well, we don't want to articulate our strategy because we don't want anyone to steal our strategy. Yo. Jeez. That. So when we were reading this post pre-show, I was really intrigued by this article. That was the point when I said we are talking about this today. Yeah. I okay. Let, let's I am trying to understand here. You have 
Reggie fils again, beloved, beloved, like nosy industry, uh, did a lot of right by Nintendo. Um, and still to this day is just like a hardcore, like fan of gaming. And just like, again, he under, like he said, he understands consumers. He understands even from like the vendor or like organization level, you have that at your disposal. He's on the board. And I remember we talked about this is like, okay, like with how GameStop is going, having him on board, like that, that's a good thing. We don't have to panic about where GameStop's going or like mourn the death of brick and mortars yet. And then they do this. And then they say, uh, it's almost like, I, I, I honestly don't know what to equate this to. It's literally like you have it right here in your hand and you just drop it. Not, not only that, like Game, GameStop, nobody does what GameStop does. I don't care how much you hate GameStop. You think their trade values are trash because you're giving them an old game that you beat 17 years ago. You paid 60 bucks for and you'd be surprised you're getting five cents. Surprise. Nobody cares. Um, but like nobody does what GameStop does as well. Yes, you have your mom and pops. You have your trash places like Movie Trading Company or Vintage Stock, which is the same place. But let's be honest. That place smells like an old, musty, moldy basement that nobody ever wants to be in. And they rip you off constantly. And they don't have the heavy. And they don't have partnership with these companies, which is why they can sell you a brand new PS5 for way more than MSRP. Mm -hmm. Surprise, it's not legit. It's like buying from a third-party vendor. From a third, from like like StockX. You might as well buy so, it's like remember when the Switch came out and Venture Stock was sending their employees to GameStop to buy them? They, the and they stuff? did the same thing for the NES Classic and they, they were selling them for $120 brand new when, when they sell for 60 bucks in, like in real stores. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly, Ash. Thank you. Um, but nobody does what GameStop does as well as GameStop does it. I don't care what you say. And everybody's tried to come in for their teeth. Walmart tried to do trades for a while. That didn't work. I think they tried it two or three times. Best Buy's tried to do trades. They even tried to duplicate the pro membership and did the gamer thing. That didn't work for them. That's gone and done with by now. Mm-hmm. So, like, other companies try to duplicate what GameStop does. When you say we don't want to articulate our strategy because we don't want anyone to steal our strategy, that's no different than when the teacher asks you, hey, what are you doing your semester project on? And you go, I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing my inner project, your Absolutely. project on because yep. I don't want anybody else to do it on what I'm doing. Because you don't know what your project is on. Exactly. They have no idea. And as somebody who's been in the company for way too long, I can tell you that is 100% factual from what we're seeing on, on, on the store level. They have no flipping idea as to what it is they're doing. And every three weeks, the method, the desire, the plan, the outcomes change all the damn time. And if you look, I bet you if you go to a local GameStop, there might be one or two people who are there pre-pandemic. But that's it. Everybody Mm -hmm. else is a new face. If you're lucky. You, You might get lucky. You might be in a store that's been solid throughout the entire time and that honestly is due to that store leader and you thank that human being because they're doing everything they can to keep their staff happy but i 
guarantee you they have similar sentiment. They don't know what they're doing. They're they're mis misleading an entire company into absolute dismay because nobody has a clue as to what is going on. Mm. I love this. I cannot agree more with this more. I wish we got more of this from people who are with GameStop. I would I like I man, I can't even tell you how much how much turnover I see. We have people who got paid two hundred thousand dollar moving bonus to join the company at a at a high level. Uh, Jenna Brown, two hundred thousand dollars for moving bonus while getting paid two hundred thousand dollars a year. I think she lasted three months. Chucking up the deuces. And that's been GameStop for like the last three years. Mm-hmm. Your people in the stores are struggling so hard and like upper management cannot pull their head out of their ass. Mm. And, it's- no direct- and the sad part is that, like it's not just GameStop. Either. Like in the company that I currently work for, I'm starting to see it as well. Like our district leader was in because we had our uh, quarterly survey things go in and literally every single one that went in was just nasty because mm-hmm. nobody knows what they're doing. Corporate keeps changing everything constantly. Like we've had our time schedules changed five times in three months, yeah. two weeks. That, that's, so that's, a, that's a game stuff last year. It's just... Yep. It's, and then they wonder why people are leaving. And then you have upper management that's like, oh, well, we're going to try this and we're going to try that. And then corporate's like, oh, well, we'll lay off, you know, 4,000 people and hire a bunch of part time kids so that we don't have to pay them benefits or 401k or anything else. Oh, but let's make sure they know everything in every department. Yep. And that, that's, that I think is the ultimate issue across most corporate America right now, especially retail. Is they don't they're trying to bounce back and they don't know how. And they're putting it they're putting it on the shoulders of their storefront employees to own that leadership and figure out what it is they're supposed to do and execute all these BS marketing moves and plans and, and strategies without knowing what that like they're most of these companies right now, especially boutiques, uh, are just throwing shit at the wall until it sticks. Excuse the language, I'm I'm very frustrated and passionate about this so it's it's gonna happen but yeah, yeah. it's uh it and yeah i think with this what makes it so i'll use the word damning is that it's reggie <laughs> like of all yeah. people uh now like this is coming out and he's because like he seems like a from everything i've seen a really good dude like a great guy loves games and just loves being around especially the fans that are fans of the stuff he's had a part in and for him to come in and genuinely want to change and make waves for the better for consumers at the end of the day for him to come out and say that yeah i really wanted to help and like steer the ship right and they're just nope like thanks but no thanks we don't need you um has to be pretty damning for for gamestop and a lot of people are gonna have to take a real hard look in the mirror today. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd love to see more him, of it. You're not in the house. Like, that's literally what that whole issue was. Like, like hey, guys, uh, the foundation of this place is uh, it's starting to rot. I have a few ideas. And they're like, you're not invited. 
that's 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 basically what happened. And he's just like, all right, sink in your uh, sink in your funhouse. Yep. So it's going to be myself being Cohen and a few of the people I brought on board, people who don't know the business. Exactly. Like Ryan again. Ryan Cohen founded Chewy, and then Chewy blew up and became a big deal, and he sold it. He didn't. He didn't stick around. Mm. He didn't Jeff Bezos it and watch it grow and become this huge thing. He sold it. He sold it for the high buck that he can make it. That instant. Leave it there. Smart man. Much smarter than I am. Or has better connections than I do. You can also see the value. So you can also see the value that he places in certain aspects of that. Yeah. You know, so as, as go ahead. As an employee, when you see something like that happen in the company that you work for, that the person who's now coming over and spending all their money and dumping it all into GameStop, what's your assumption as an employee? Oh, he's just he's just here until he sells. And you know what happened after Ryan Cohen took over? The ape showed up. That's when GameStop stock went from two dollars a share to like one hundred and seventy four hundred ninety dollars. Where the hell it hit? It's now hovering at like one twenty on our on a regular one to one twenty. But a stock doesn't mean it's doing well. Mm-hmm. We've we know that now. All mm-hmm. that farce we've been told for years. You can manipulate the stock market. We watch the apes do it. So what is he really doing? He's he's doing something. I'm curious what your thoughts are, though. I'm really curious what your thoughts are on this. Um, So please hit us up, whatever means necessary. Um, Follow me on Twitter at Tonksy, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your thoughts are. What house are you in? Of course, I'd talk to Hogwarts on that one. There in case you didn't pick up on that. But what are your thoughts <laughs> on the whole GameStop thing? Reggie fees may leaving GameStop. What's your opinions on it? So, anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, I, Do you guys have any more thoughts? On- I one quick thought, and then one more thing. Um, you're right, Greg. No one does what GameStop does to the scale that they do it. A specialty store specifically for video games. It is a treasure trove. It should be regarded as such and it should be run as such. I think people understand the position they're in, but they don't know how to maintain that position. Mm-hmm. And we are seeing the ramifications of that. And I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> L- losing GameStop. Um, it's one of those you don't realize how much you had until you lost it kind of situations. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that with GameStop. Like, like, people, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, you took it for granted. It was just a trash store that was outdated and had this weird draft from 1980. And that's what the store looked like. Same way as it did in 1980. But then it left and you were sad. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know, you don't know where to get toys anymore. And you don't know where to get the cool new stuff that's coming out. And you don't know where to go. Same thing would happen with GameStop. Mm-hmm. You have 17 games to choose from for each console at Walmart, Target, or Buy, and that's it. Where are you going to get your specialty games at? 
Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I can't help but feel sorry for people that would ultimately feel this sort of impact, at least here in the U.S. And that would be like small dev teams or indie publishers that are pushing stuff out. So hope for the medium best. tier teams. Yeah. It's like hope for the best. But right now it's not looking great. Um, oh. But before we sign off, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge Gotham Knights has an official release date. Um, October 15th? 25th. 25th, which I believe is the same date that Arkham City came out in 2013. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. Whichever the first Arkham game is. Um, Asylum. Yeah. So, super Arkham City was October 18th. And Asylum was August 25th, 2009. And I'm pretty certain that Arkham Knight was June 6, 2016. I want to say the 16th. Uh, 23rd. Damn, I'm good, though. 2015. I was off by a year. Damn it. Uh, so... Really stoked about that because uh, I know even with uh, with the slight delay that it had, uh, not super worried about it, but still hoping for it hit this release window. I almost picked it up for fantasy, but I didn't because there was still that off chance it wouldn't come out this year. Oh, is that what you're betting on right now? <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm not. Oh, <laughs> lies. I am telling you the truth, much to my disadvantage. Um so yeah, you know what's funny though? When you when you're fibbing, at least just a little bit, your dimple and your cheek comes out. Me or Matt? Matt. I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. I want you to think. Yeah, you ain't got a poker face. All right, guys, where can they find us at Ash? Uh, you can find us on almost or basically almost all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify and the Apple version of your podcast page. Um, We are the TDM show. Um, Make sure that you like and subscribe and you turn the notifications on so that I don't have to keep reminding you. I will. Don't worry, I will. But it's nice when you are able to remind your friends also by sharing that link and posting it to everything you can possibly post it to. Because when we grow, you grow. And Just tell them <laughs> where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. You can also find me on Twitch streaming. I've really been streaming a whole lot lately. That doesn't mean you can't follow at least so you know when I do go live. Um, and then, of course, you can also find me on the Twitters at MS underscore Sparks Madness. Matt. Um, I'm a little disappointed in you. In me? More so myself. Yeah. Uh, more so myself, though. Um, okay. Last last week, I let you down, or you let me down, and in turn, I let everybody else down. Okay. Last week was the first week in a long time that I did not talk about Sea of Stars. Oh, that's on you. <laughs> don't, and, don't no, 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 no. Because, because you've been like, you've been like the hype man to the hype man. I feel like no, so you're been, always like I've been more pushing just me like in that direction mildly enthused by the hype man for the thing 
And so whenever it's just like, maybe he just wants a day off. I'm not going <laughs> to discourage that. I'm all for a Sabbath. So sorry if you interpreted that as preying on your downfall. But you I, definitely preyed on my downfall, sir. I'm blaming you because in this world, you can't blame yourself. You got to okay, blame others. Then, okay, then let, let, <laughs> let's let's fix this right now. Guys, you can follow me on all social media at Matt underscore YouTube, where you can tweet at me if you want to hit me up to play Mario Strikers when it comes out later this year. But more importantly, if you're going to play Kirby, I don't know. If, is there a multiplayer Kirby? I really hope there is because I definitely want to have more Switch friends as I'm playing my Switch a lot more than I'm playing my PlayStation at this point in time. Uh, sorry, Greg. I'll get to God of War at some point in time. Um, I'll get to Spider-Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> but even more importantly is that you need to follow my guy, Tongsi, Greg, because there's a really, really, really cool property that's coming out that he's just so excited about. And I, Greg, just tell him where to find you so you can tell him about it. Tonksy, as I said earlier, and Matt just said himself, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y on the Twitterverse. Uh, that's where I'll be tweeting about all the Sea of Stars, especially on Saturdays when they tweet out themselves. So go follow them at Sea of Star Games on the Twitterverse. Increase the compendium. We are they already have 40,187 followers. We are just shy of the 45,000 mark to expand the compendium a little bit more. And you know what, guys? We've almost maxed out the compendium. Ooh. I don't know how high it goes. It doesn't tell us how many characters, how, how many people we need to unlock it. But if you subscribe to them and follow them, it will help unlock all of them. And you know what? When you do so. Tweet at them, tweet at me, and just let them know you're here because of me. Why do I want you to do that? Because I want them to acknowledge that I want this game so damn bad. Not necessarily so I can get it for free. Would I like it? Sure. But I just want the acknowledgement. I want the ability to get a little <laughs> bit early maybe, and maybe I can talk to you guys about it because that's what I really need. Just... I need my passion to come through so I can do a full episode of just myself. These other guys won't talk to me about it. Just me. And I'll sit here like this and I'll tell you how awesome this game is for 45 minutes or 45 hours. Who knows? I go on for days. He wants a whole work week, a whole work week to talk about this thing. And Look, maybe part of it, he just wants to change his Twitter bio to be like Sea of Stars. Uh, like, I don't know. Brand ambassador. Early access player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't want much. Look, look I, I, I definitely, I look. I've never, ever, ever on this show talked about a game as much as I talk about CSR. This is true. Like ever, like I, I, I love video games. I talk about a lot of them. But when I'm really passionate, I'm really passionate. But this, this is the promise that I'll make. If I can get Sea of Stars to specifically tweet at me. Not even give me anything for free, because that's how dedicated I am. I will get a Sea of Stars tattoo on Ooh. my body. Ooh. I thought you were going to say butt. <laughs> no, I'm not going to put it on my cheeks. <laughs> no. He was really forceful. That's why I thought that was going. <laughs> but there's... there. I almost said face, but I was like, I'm not putting something like that on my face. There's a lot of fantastic pixel artwork though here that i could throw up there i love 
just the sea of stars, like the icon uh, on there. That's like the, the moon. Like I just, ah, the, the cover of the sea of stars, the two characters, that'd be a great, there's so many different potential options for tattoo here. I just need them to tweet at me and they can say, shut up, leave me alone. Or what's up, dude. I don't even care. But if you tweet at them telling them I sent you here, I'm more likely to get that tattoo. That's all I'm saying. Put it out there. So we love you guys. Sorry I'm such a menace. It's what I do best. I'm like the the leader yet heel of this show. Uh, Stay safe out there. Um, Be thankful that you are not in a worse situation and happy about where you are. But always moving forward. But most importantly, remember, we love y'all and we'll catch you next week.